Good morning ladies and gentlemen welcome to yet another episode of our progressive evolutionary channel where we discuss the esoteric and the intuitive aspects of vedic astrology and even talk about some new type of thinking which we can revive in this human civilization okay grand talk now let's today discuss about the second of the group of the nine of the month of the 27 constellation or nakshatras here we will talk about today about manushya gana or the human manushya means human in sanskrit so manushya gana people are basically very much in duality you can say they are very rajasic remember the one we spoke about satvarajas and tamas this nine group of people have more of living within duality living very much within the human uh, existence more of material plane if you want to call it that these are the brick and mortar people beautiful people these are the people who are the tradesmen who are the people who are laying the bricks and the foundations for us to live in in the houses that we live in all are necessary remember as per vedic astrology nothing is in and of itself wrong or right it's just the soul that comes to play within this 3d existence in a certain body suit in a certain mind and mental and emotional suit we are trying to just uncover here the themes of that suit and why is it that a person is inclined to feel a certain way inclined to act a certain way or choose certain kinds of professions that's the goal here the goal here in my podcast is to first understand where one is coming from only then one can plan and know about where one wants to go it's the same example i always give it's like if you're going from if you want to get to los angeles it depends upon where you want to where is your starting point if you're coming from let's say seattle your your path or the gps plot to getting to los angeles is different one other than if you were to start from miami to los angeles it's a completely different path so we may all take a different route depending upon what our ganas are what the nakshatras are what this entire vedic astrology is so first is to understand the starting point where are we at where is a person at and then only the guidance can be proper not everything is applicable to everyone as we all know so how do we then determine how do we chart the course of life for the people so the manushya ganas the key themes for these people are they are imaginative they are balanced they live in duality remember it's a rajasic energy it wants to move things they are more relationship oriented they make good time managers they are dreamers intellectual innovative extrovert versatile insightful negotiator persuasive perceiving remember persuasive negotiator all these energies come for in the trades people in the people who are working within the human life everyday life they are experimental kind of creatures they love to experiment with things and learn with action rajasic ones this is nine group of manushya the rajasic ones they love 
to learn through experience. So they love to experiment with things. If something goes wrong or goes south, they say, ah, this doesn't work, let me try something else. So these are the ones who are learning with experience rather than with ideas or knowledge. Important to remember that here. So they are very practical, they are artistic, they are the ones who give the beautiful works of art. They are influential, they can make good leaders, traders, business people, researchers and they are very independent. They usually work for their family and their um, kith and kin. They are not much into seeking higher knowledge or going too much into extremely selfish attitudes like the Rakshasagana people. Although, because it's a Rajasik energy, remember we talked about Rajas as it moves is a pure energy that moves between the two points of sattva and tamas, the higher and the lower. This is like an oscillating energy. So these people are always, um, for the lack of better terminology, they are stuck in oscillatory kind of energy. They sometimes want to go towards sattvic and read about higher stuff. Then they say, oh, no, this is not working for me. And then they go towards completely materialistic stuff like Rakshasagana, which we'll talk about tomorrow. So what are these nine ones? Let's examine again the same style as we did the, the first nine. This is the second of the nine. It starts with Bharani Nakshatra, the first one being Bharani Nakshatra. Bharani means the bearer. It falls within the zodiac sign of Aries. Its lord or the governing planet is Venus. Its symbol is Yoni or the female organ of reproduction, the vagina. That's the symbol of this nakshatra. Its deity or the ruling deity is Yama or the god of death. It also stands for Dharma because Yama was all about Dharma. Dharma means doing the right thing, basically. Doing it right by people. So Bharani people are all about doing right by people. The themes are balanced. It's female, fierce, rajasic. The good, on the good side, they can have perseverance and they can be very artistic. On the bad side, they can have intransigence or they can be affected by everybody around. The other themes of these nakshatras are revival through death and rebirth. That kind of revival. They have a lot of ancestral energy supporting them in if their planets or points are in Bharani. Right? So what else are the themes of Bharani? They have a lot of ancestral energy. Yes, we spoke about that. They have secretive, they have secrecy. They have moralistic and ethical social causes fighting energy in them. They fight for moralistic and ethical causes. If something is going on in the collective, which is off the charts in terms of morals and ethics, they fight for it because it's all about dharma. It is ruled by yama. Yama stands for doing the right thing. Now, I'm not going to get into the, all the mythology of this. Long story short, yama was one of the devic entities which are a very bad time with getting all the wrong things of life in his way. Something like Chiron. What Chiron uses is used in Western astrology. It's like that's the wound of not being done right by. So Bharani people which falls in the sign of Aries will fight for social causes. So some Aryans who are born in Bharani Nakshatra might actually do this. These are social 
these are people who are maybe into social activism right the second one on our list is rohini nakshatra the red one this is also the name of aldebaran constellation rohini the red one it has got reddish stars it falls in the sign of taurus it is governed the lord is the moon okay the deity is the symbol is cart or a chariot or a banyan tree the deity is brahma the creator brahma is the first of the three trilogy in vedic texts who is the creator there's brahma vishnu and shiva so in case you know about this this deity is brahma the creator it's a very rajasic in nature remember these are all rajasic ones we are talking about the first satvik we finished yesterday <clears throat> so the themes are they are balanced fixed female rajasic they have themes of loyalty and being influential or on the downside they can play favoritism and can become manipulative okay everything has a positive and negative side to it there are other themes of this nakshatra which are they are into transport they are all about prosperity material prosperity abundance beauty arts drama music success through alternative paths this is one one of the themes that will play out if majority of planets or points are in rohini nakshatra okay the next one on our list of manusha is ardra or the storm god it's the, it's the aspect of shiva that moves shiva is mainly a static energy is pure consciousness but rudra is the lord of this who stands for movement so what are the themes of ardra ardra is first of all falls in the sign of gemini it's ruled by rahu or the lunar north node of the moon its symbol is a teardrop or a diamond or a human head the deity is rudra the storm god it wants to stir up stuff its themes are balanced female sharp and tamasic all the sharp nakshatras are the ones who want to cut out the old one and replace it with something new the change makers don't think of sharp as something bad we need the sharp stuff to even cut our vegetables right so think of it as something that wants to renew other themes of them are they are empathic empathic beautiful creatures and they are independent kind of thinkers they could be on the downside hypersensitive and isolated other themes of ardra nakshatra are they have a good mind and a good thinking capacity thinking out of the box the non traditional approach why because it's governed by rahu remember rahu is about unconventional approach they are the unsung heroes they always feel like that they feel like they never been appreciated by people around them maybe family it may be work business they are the unsung heroes they're faithful they have loyalty and they love freedom rahu loves freedom to express you need to let ardra people if there are majority of planets or points in ardra you just they just need to go 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 that's it because rudra wants to move the next one on the manushagana is 
Purva Falguni. Now this Purva and Uttara series are all Manusha, we'll see later. Okay, Purva Falguni, the reddish one, the first of the reddish one. So this falls in the sign of Leo and it is ruled by Venus. The symbol are front legs of the bed, a hammock or a fig tree. The deity is Bhaga, a god of marital bliss or prosperity. The themes are, they are balanced, female, fierce, rajasic, playful and well-dressed on the good side. They are hedonistic and show-offs on the other side, downside of things. They are all about enjoying sexuality. Rewards of the past words, that's what Purva means. Purva means something that has happened before. Uttara means that it's happening now or going forward, past, present and future. So Purva, Falguni, Fal means fruit. Guni means the one who has got the qualities of. So Purva, Falguni means the one who is reaping the good karmas of the past life. It falls in the sign of Leo. So they are about enjoying sexuality. Why sexuality? Well, it is governed by Venus and it's in a Manushagana. So guess what? These people love to have sex in a physical format. Rewards of the past birth, friendship, entertainment. They are good in entertainment industry. Many of the Hollywood actors, actresses have very strong Purva Falguni energy. They are about friendship and entertainment. They are about problem solving. They have got excellent problem solving skills. They usually have some large legacy, like they inherit a ranch or a big family property or something like that. And they are very persevering. This is the quality of Purva Falguni Nakshatra, which falls in the zodiac of Leo. The next one is Uttara Falguni, the second reddish one. Why the reddish one is the color of the stars or the constellation which the ancients saw, right? So, Uttara Falguni falls in the sign of Leo but going into Virgo, mainly Virgo, the sixth of the zodiac, is ruled by the sun. Symbol is the four legs of a bed or the hammock. The deity is Aryaman or the god of patronage and favors. That itself right there shows that it wants to give favors to people. These are the people who are constantly doing favors for others. You might have them in your friends and family, right? <coughs> the themes are balanced. They are fixed, female and rajasic. All of the Manishaganas are pretty much rajasic. They are helpful and determined on the positive side. They are codependent and critical on the downside. Okay. Other themes which play out in these Virgonians who fall in Uttara Falguni is they are about patronage, they are guardians of light, they are noble, they are honorable, they are adventurous, they love adventure, they are earth protectors and explorers. You see all these geologists, mountaineers, the forest preservers, etc. They would have strong Uttara Falguni energy planets and points in this nakshatra. Okay, in the Virgo sign. They're about grounding. They ground a lot of energy. Good one, actually. And all about honorable. Wherever sun is ruling a nakshatra, it will all be about honor, ancestry, protection. That kind of nobility is there. They're guardians of the light here. 
Next one on our Manushya Gana would be Purva Ashada, which falls in the sign of Sagittarius. Okay, so Purva Ashada, first of the invincible one. Ashada is about invincibility, one who cannot be conquered. It is ruled by Shukra or Venus. The symbol is elephant tusk, a hand fan or a winnowing basket. The deity is god of water or apa. That itself shows this person is more emotional in nature. The themes are balanced, female, fierce and rajasic. The themes are, they can be striving and cooperative on the positive side. They can be perfectionistic and conciliatory on the downside. The themes of life are strength and victory, perseverance, courage, humility. They are about truth seeking. They are the seekers of truth. See, you will see a tendency of each one of these nakshatras as we go from Manusha all the way to Rakshatra, how their spiritual evolution begins. If a person has more planets on Purvashara, this is the beginning of hunt for truth, hunt for the self-questioning principle of the soul. Who am I? What's all this about on this life in this planet? They're artistic, they're loyal, they're gallant and they're obstinate. That's the theme of the Purvashara. Next one, Vivutrashara, which falls, goes, transits from Sagittarius to Capricorn. It falls more in the sign of Capricorn, ruled by Saturn. The lord of this nakshatra or constellation is Surya, the sun. The symbol is an elephant tusk. The deity is Vishwadeva, so universal gods, the ones who built physical architects of the universe. The themes are balanced, fixed, female, rajasic. On the positive side, they are purposeful and tolerant. On the downside, they are willful and impatient. The themes of their life will play out as victorious. They are powerful, irresponsible, dedication, honesty, controlled and calm. They have high aims and goals. Uttarashadar Imbasan will provide all these very high-end, noble kind of qualities. To the nakshatra, it feeds the energy. The planets feed the energy through these nakshatras to the mind. That's how essentially it plays out. The zodiac governs 12 houses, the 27 nakshatras are the filters of the mind through which the soul energy has come out to play. It needs a vehicle. These are the vehicles of the play. <clears throat> Next one on our list is Purvabhadrapada. Next. Okay. So Purva Bhadrapada, first of the blessed feet. Pada means the feet. Bhadrapada is the blessed feet. So Purva Bhadrapada, first it falls in the sign of Aquarius. It is ruled by Guru or Jupiter. In this case, Guru means Jupiter. Its symbol is two crossed swords or front legs of a funeral cot. Its deity is Ajaika Pada or the ancient fire dragon. These people will be drawn towards dragon energy. They will do very well with working with dragon magic. 
The themes are their passive, male, fierce and sattvic. On the good side, they can be unflinching and resilient. On the downside, they can become very reactive and beleaguered. The themes which will play out in Purva Bhadrapada are thoughtfulness, inclined to mysticism, commitment. They are about genuine, they are very genuine people. Being ruled by Jupiter will be genuine. They are eccentric. They can become gloomy, fickle, warrior energy or they can become conservative. This falls more in the sign of Aquarius. Remember, Aquarius is a little eccentric. At the same time, it gives becomes conservative. How can a person who is eccentric be conservative, you might ask. Okay, well, a person who is eccentric is fed by the energy of Saturn with Rahu and Uranus in being in the sign of Aquarius whereas conservative is provided by the energy of Jupiter which this nakshatra is rules Jupiter rules this nakshatra so it will provide conservative Jupiter is always very conservative he is about tradition remember that next one on our list the last one is Uttra Bhadrapada second of the blessed feet its lord is Saturn its symbol is twin back legs of the funeral court. It falls in the sign of Pisces. Okay, this is Uttrabhadrapada, falls in the sign of Pisces, the last, the twelfth sign of the zodiac. Its deity is Ahir Budhnya, or the water serpent or dragon of the deep. That itself shows you what Pisces must bring. The deity, why I am sharing the energy of deities here is each one of these nakshatra has a particular deity that a person could do very well with by working with or activations that I do for example. So I use the energy of all these deities so it can work positively with a person. Okay. So this is a, has the deity of the serp, water serpent. One was the fire dragon, this is the water dragon. It's all about deep emotions, deep subconscious, what's buried inside. <clears throat> The themes are they are balanced, male, fixed, tamasic. On the good side, they can be benevolent and powerful. On the downside, they can be irresponsible and indulgent. Other themes that will play out in their life, these people are investigative, honest, focused, helpful, very kind and liberal. They make very good counselors because they are very principled. They are wise, they are careless about their own health. It can become lethargic on the downside, which is not a very good thing. Right? So, ladies and gentlemen, this is my take on the second nine of the Manushyaganas. Beautiful people, all are beautiful in their own ways. We need to see how to evolve past a point because we are living in the new energy of the new planet that we are on now. Nothing in Earth is still the same. The Earth empaths will know that, as in my case, I am. The earth is not the same. The energies have vastly shifted in the last couple of years. So we need to evolve ancient sciences also to get the true picture, true meaning and spread it around. That's my goal here. I also use my own intuition in all of this. Okay, So I do activations for people's charts based on their personal using two softwares that I have. So that they can move on with their life. Let it be 
for children, for their education, what works, what doesn't work, for grown-ups, for their career, relationships. I mainly focus on career and relationships, but we can also figure out using the power of Vedic astrology to guide the kids into the proper career paths. Get in touch with me on Facebook if you need some consultation. If you want a presentation which will show you the pictorial form of these nakshatras, I'm also doing the same series with pictorial representations on my YouTube channel. You can get in touch there and watch the YouTube video in the Evolutionary Astrology Podcast playlist on my YouTube channel. Thank you for listening. Be safe wherever you are. Please be safe and take very good care of yourselves and your family and friends and I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one.